Welcome to the Art of Unraveling podcast. My name is Erin McGuire, and I'm an empowerment coach and guide here to empower you into feeling completely worthy of a business and life that you love. This podcast is the place to learn how to unravel anything keeping you from that abundant, beautiful life that you so deserve. Nothing is off limits here as we navigate life through psychology, science, and spirit. Let's get into today's episode. Thank you so much for being here. For this first episode, I wanted to introduce myself a bit so you know who I am. And, you know, if you're going to be listening to this podcast, hopefully in the future, who's the one behind the mic? And so my name's Erin McGuire. I have been a yoga teacher, life coach, spiritual mentor, and transformational energy healer for really like the last 10 years plus. I started in yoga. The reason I got into yoga was because I felt very lost. I was living out in Los Angeles and I had moved out there to be an actress and that wasn't really going so well for me. I was running around town going to different auditions. I worked at a restaurant in Beverly Hills. It was very fancy restaurant that was very stressful in the evening at night and my life just felt very empty in a lot of ways just felt stressed out and I ended up finding the book Eat Pray Love this was 2007 I just really dived into that book and just was so enthralled with the idea that she got to travel to all these amazing places that she did it alone and All of the places she mentioned were places I had thought about going for quite some time, especially Italy. Ever since I worked in an Italian restaurant when I was living in Cedar Rapids, I just wanted to go to Italy. I remember looking at all the pictures on the wall of the different places in Italy and just thinking, wow, that just looks amazing. I want to go there. So even though growing up I didn't have a lot of money, we didn't travel, we got to go to Georgia once when I was 10 years old, and I got to see the ocean for the first time, and that was amazing. I'm born and raised in Iowa, Fort Dodge, Iowa, and so I'd never seen the ocean until I was about 10 years old. And I said, one day I wanted to live there. The first time I went there, I said, I'm going to live here someday. And I did. I packed up my stuff and moved to Los Angeles when I was 26 and lived there for about eight years. And for some unknown reason to me, I'm still trying to figure it out, I moved back to the Midwest. No, it was a really good decision, but I do miss the ocean a lot. So travel is a big part of my life. But getting back to Eat, Pray, Love, I was just enthralled with that book and just so mesmerized by her story and her awakening. And it inspired me and I had tried yoga when I was in college and hated it because I was a long distance runner in college and my hamstrings were very tight. And I ended up, so I ended up hating yoga when I first tried it. She was mentioning meditation and that really intrigued me. So I ended up Googling yoga and meditation near me when I was living in Los Angeles and this place came up called Golden Bridge. 
and I had no idea what that was. It mentioned kundalini yoga. I had absolutely no idea what that was, but I was so interested in this meditation. I wanted to be able to feel the way she felt. She said, it's been a long time since I've read it, but you know, she just felt very connected, very like the world around her wasn't bothering her as much. She was more at peace with herself. And I was feeling very much not at peace at that point in my life, having been fairly new to moving to Los Angeles, trying to make it as an actress, working in a crazy restaurant in Beverly Hills, being around people that I had never been around. And it's just very different when you come from small town Iowa to Los Angeles, obviously. It's like night and day. And so I ended up walking into Golden Bridge, And from the moment I walked in, I just felt something. At this point in my life, again, this was 2007, I was very disconnected from myself, didn't know anything about spirituality. I would say I was pretty closed off to that kind of stuff. But when I walked into Golden Bridge, I could feel something. I just felt peaceful in there. So I went to my first yoga class and they're having us do all these different postures. And in Kundalini yoga, we do a lot of repetitive movement. It's very different from vinyasa yoga. When it got to the end of the class, also people wear different things. The teacher had a turban on her head and people are dressed very differently in the class. And I was just like, I don't know what I'm getting myself into. By the end of the class, we say a little prayer in Kundalini yoga that is both an Irish blessing and also just this this really beautiful prayer. And it's, may the long time sun shine upon you, all love surround you, and the pure light within you guide your way on. And when I started singing that, I started crying, but I didn't know why I was crying. So here I am in my first yoga class in a really long time in Los Angeles, and I'm crying my eyes out to some song that we're singing at the end of the class. I thought I was losing my mind. Truly, I thought I was losing my mind. So much so that I ended up finding a guy that was in our class I recognized that he had been in the class that I was just in. And we were in line because Golden Bridge at that time, they had a cafe so you could go get food after yoga. And I was in line. He was ahead of me. And I just said, hey, you were just in that yoga class, right? And he said, yeah. And I go, I just have to share that I just cried in a yoga class. Is there something wrong with me? I mean, this is how out of touch with my emotions I was. I laugh about it now, but at the same time, it was like, wow. I had a lot to learn, let's put it that way. And he turned around and he just said, oh my gosh, that happens all the time. And I just didn't really understand, but something was calling me back to take more and more classes. So my second class I took, I was in a huge room that could probably fit 150 people. And I sat all the way in the back because I came in late. And it was a different teacher. She was a bit older dressed all in white with a white turban on her head. The third class I took, and I think I took these consecutively one day after another, I just knew I had to keep coming back. And this third class was in a very small room and we were packed in there like sardines because the big room was under construction or something. And the only spot that was open was directly in front of the teacher. And I mean, what felt like four inches away from her. And I just was so intimidated, but I just went up there and did yoga, practiced, whatever, got done with the class, and she came up to me. Well, she didn't have to come up to me because she was right in front of me. And she said, you know, I saw you yesterday. And I just kind of chuckled uncomfortably because she has like these piercing eyes that could like pierce through your soul. And I said, oh yeah, I saw you too. And she said, no, I saw you. Do you understand what I'm saying? 
and I just looked like a deer in headlights, and I was like, no. And she said, the gurus, they want you to awaken. And I just stood there frozen and just kind of walked away, because <laughs> that's all she said. And that scared me. I didn't know what that meant at the time. But again, something within me was like, just keep going. And I did keep going. And it felt literally like I was being unraveled, as if I was a, a ball of yarn or an onion. And I had all this stuff wrapped around me. And every time I would go to a class or do a meditation or chant a mantra or focus on the different things I was doing at the time, you know, not just kundalini, but all that kind of stuff. I just felt like I was unraveling. A many different things happened after that. I, I experienced a really dark night of the soul. And after that dark night of the soul, I realized I have to make a decision here which path I want to be on. Path of what I was used to or that next level path of stepping more into my spiritual self. I knew which path I was supposed to choose, but I was really scared because I didn't know what it meant to step on that spiritual path. If I was going to be some weirdo that dressed in a turban and stared at people, <laughs> I didn't know what it meant. And I decided to take that path after the dark night of the soul experience that I went through because I didn't see any other way. And so when I took that step onto my spiritual path, over the course of several years, I unraveled more and more and more and more stuff. And I learned different modalities from different teachers. I got certified in two different types of yoga, both kundalini and hatha yoga. Hatha yoga first with my school, Cloud9 Yoga and Erica Faith Kalig. And then with kundalini yoga, with my teacher, the teacher that told me the gurus want you to awaken. Her name is Tej. I did those, obviously, at two different times. And during that, I met other teachers and mentors, like my mentor, Laurel Satori, who taught me theta healing and clearing blocks in my subconscious mind, how to manifest what I want in my life and to believe that I'm worthy of it. And just so many things. Like when I think about my past over the last 10 plus years doing all this stuff, it just makes me smile. It was not easy. It's not been easy, but just so many of the right people have come to me at the right time and helped me on my path. I had begun teaching yoga around 2010, and I really decided to step onto my path around 2011, 2012, when I added in the coaching to what I was doing and the theta healing and the subconscious clearing. And that's when I really began helping clients in a bigger way. Before that, I was just basically teaching private yoga classes or group yoga classes. And so I really decided to take on helping people with their mindset. The reason I decided to do that is because I saw how it made such a difference in my life. It was a Almost like I can't keep this a secret. This has helped me so much. I feel called to help others. And so that's now what I do is I help empower women and in their businesses, in their life, and to really own their worthiness and their abundance and their wealth and to step into their power. The more of us that do that, the more this planet is going to rise. And so that's really what this podcast is about. It's about unraveling whatever is holding you back, whatever crap from your childhood, whatever traumas happened, whatever unconscious stories that are playing in your subconscious mind. Of course, we're unaware of those, but whatever that stuff is that's kind of keeping us stuck in one place or fearful to move forward, 
this podcast is all about and my work is all about unraveling that so that we can rise. So I hope you'll join me on this journey and continue to listen to this podcast and share it with your friends and family members and anyone that you feel could benefit from the Art of Unraveling podcast. Thank you for being here and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you liked this episode, make sure you subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. If you would like to connect with me more, you can find my website, my services, and my social media links all in the description of this episode. Remember, you are a beautiful and divine and powerful being, and it's time to own it.